You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hey, everybody. we got a new contest for you over at the Hockey Podcast Network. Want a chance to win $200? Listen up. Join us in the first annual THPN NHL Draft Lottery Contest. So with the playoffs just around the corner, so comes the chance to see where the teams sit in the draft lottery. THPN has teamed up with Tankathon and Cool Hockey to bring you another great opportunity to get some free merch. Rules are pretty simple, so here we go. Step one, head over to www.tankathon.com NHL and click Sim Lottery. Now, folks, you can resim the lottery as many times as you would like to get what you believe to be the actual NHL draft lotto outcome come early April. Step two, when you get what you believe is the winner, screenshot your top 15 outcome and post it in the comments for the contest tweet found on the THPN Twitter account. Post your entry, tag a friend, and retweet. It's that simple, folks. Contestants must follow the following Twitter accounts. At HockeyPodNet, at Tankathon, at CoolHockey to qualify. In the event of a tie, those tied will be entered into a draw, winner selected randomly. Only one submission per Twitter account. Contest ends April 4th. Good luck. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Devil's Advocates Rebuilding Hell Podcast, brought to you by the generous folks over at the Hockey Podcast Network. We have another exciting, informative, and well, fuck it, rant-filled podcast coming your way. Stay tuned. I hope you enjoy Welcome back, folks, to the Devil's Advocates podcast. Uh, Shane, how are we doing tonight? I am good. Uh, it's a late recording, so I'm a little bit tired, but I'm good. Yeah, a little later than normal, but, uh, you know, I'd really hate to not get it in. I guess Robin Leonard put a clinic on us, and, you know, my body could definitely use some rest just like this team. But uh, we'll go We'll go straight into it. You know, um, team looked good the other night. And then we go on to face the Knights, and, you know, we kind of expected to do as good as we did, which wasn't that great. You know, we got a shutout. They got – we got shut out three to nothing. You know, they held us to only 27 shots on goal. Our face-off percentage was down, and, I mean, all we really came 
came to the table was 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 hitting. You know, we we, we tried to play a, a really aggressive game, but it, it was already kind of out of hand by the time we we started to move into that you know type of motion. Yeah, but I mean, you know, we had our chances, and if you if we capitalized on one or two of those chances, mm-hmm. it's a completely different game. And it just it's one of those games where it's easy to tell that New Jersey is not contending versus Vegas, who is looking to win a cup. Absolutely. It's just, it's just one of those games. There's nothing wrong about it. No, this um, is this is kind of like what we're what we're, what we're looking for. Maybe maybe not so much as the shutout, you know. But uh, but like it's really in our interest to to not win. You know, it's 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 good to win, but but right now we're not in a winning mentality. We really need to try to keep the the bar low, keep our our draft, you know, where we're sitting in the draft pretty high, considering we have three three decent picks in the draft uh, in the first round. So it, you know, why why push our chances back? I mean, to be fair, like, you want to win, especially with the young players, winning always feels good, right? You don't want to be like, oh, you don't want to be okay with losing because that creates bad habits that are hard to shake. Um, but with that being said, it's not necessarily – you shouldn't care about the wins or losses. It should be how they play. If they roll over and die for teams, you you shouldn't be happy about that. If they're forcing teams to those, like – making those teams earn those two points, then we should, or any fan should be happy with that because they're not going, they're going with a fight. They're not just going to give two points up. And with the month left of the season, they can play spoiler for some teams. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we weren't, we had, you know, this is one game where, where we really haven't had, uh, we had three chances on the power play and, you know, it just, it just what didn't go our way. Um, and like you said earlier, we, you know, it's not, it's not like we, uh, we didn't have great looks, you know, we just couldn't capitalize on them. Robin Leonard just looked really solid in that. I mean, just your, your, your average players for the, the Knights really came through. Max Pacioretty just having a hell of a year. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Reeves, I guess, would be the, the, I wouldn't say outcast, but just, just the one who wasn't more expected. But with someone like, uh, like uh, Stone missing from the lineup, uh, despite not being as effective as he was in the, at the tail end of last season when they picked them up in the beginning of this season, uh, still someone that definitely has missed on that line. But, you know, on nights, not, on nights like last, uh, it doesn't really show that they're, they're affected too much by it, you know. But while Bill and Max Pacioretty continue to, to charge forward, Max Pacioretty's at 31 goals this year. It's his best year since, I don't know, fucking 2015. Yeah, I mean, the guys that, like, that needed to show up for Vegas showed up for Vegas. Absolutely. And, and you know, if, if you're a fan of Vegas, obviously you're happy about that. Yeah, this is uh, like like you say when Montreal beats an easy team and you're just trying to – because you just don't like us, you're just like, that's that's a game you should have fucking won. Like, <laughs> this is yeah, easily I mean, a game they should have won. And I mean, you have a, a case where – you're looking for Montreal, for example. They're, they played the Islanders the other night, and they won. And that's a game they probably shouldn't have won. Absolutely. Uh, the Islanders have, are 0-4 oh since the trade deadline. And if it wasn't for the fact that both the – well, the fact that Columbus, Carolina, and the Rangers have also faltered, the Islanders could be looking – you know, could heading into – 
this week be out of a playoff spot because of it. But, you know, they've gotten lucky with how the other teams have played. But for Vegas, they can't – they have to win their games. They can't afford to go on, like, a, a four or five-game losing streak to teams that are below them in the standings because the Pacific is so dominant this year and so competitive that you go on a four-game losing streak, you're more than likely done for the season. Like, done, and you've seen it with Arizona. Right. And it, it, it sucks for Arizona. Uh, dude, they they have just dealt with so much goaltending injury. And, and it's to the point to where it's like you see that they're highly capable. They, they've had three goalies come in and really show what, what they're capable of and keep the team around. But the injuries that, that they're sustaining from, you know, from Hill and Ronta and Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper was hemped healthy and then instantly goes back to, to you know, out. I mean, let's see. What are, what are they sitting at right now? So they're only two points ahead of Edmonton right now. And they, they got it. Uh, you know, they got a game in hand on them. But. Uh, Edmonton, you know, I if they if they have a ten point night again, you know, like I fuck, like I don't I don't see Vegas holding this this lead too much longer. Well, that's the thing is that in the Pacific, they are probably you know any team in that division. If you have you know a bad a bad couple of nights, uh, you're done for. If, you know, Arizona had a, I think like a four or five game losing streak um, in the middle of their season, they lost. Yeah, like there was one time between, you know, in middle of January to late January, they lost, you know, they only won two out of like 10 games. Right. After starting the, like starting the month on a, like starting the month on a three-game winning streak, they just they lost to Tampa, Carolina, Pittsburgh. They beat San Jose, lost to Vancouver, Edmonton, Anaheim, and those are division points too. Mm-hmm. Like they had four straight division games and had one point out of them. That was against the Kings in an overtime loss. Uh, so and then they had a shootout loss to Chicago, and then they beat Edmonton three nothing. But. You know, and then they went back to losing. They lost two games again, and then, you know, they lost to Toronto, and Ottawa. So it's just like they've been losing a lot in a row, and it's not helping them. Yeah, and they're, and they're, uh, like you said, uh, look in the last in the last five games they played three division uh, division games, and they beat Edmonton, which would be the you know the one that was really important. Then you lose to the Kings and Anaheim, who are at the bottom of the division right now. You know these are not games to lose for them, um, and, and no. it, it's it's shit like that that's simply gonna gonna you know destroy their their first spot. Um, but I mean, look. So we just we just talked about you know even as minute as it was, we did just talk a, a little bit about um, the Islanders in in the uh, the Canadians game. I, I know you saw it. Um, I'm sure everyone else is talking about it because it was just another scary uh, incident in the NHL. But uh, Johnny Boychuk, man, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I turned the fucking game off. Like that, you know, like you said, the game was kind of already out of hand at that point. But there was no way I could really get into the game anymore. Like I was just, there was no yeah. more will to watch that. It was just so fucked up. 
But um, you know, no, that I, was a scary one. I, I doubt fans have not heard about it, but it, it's worth mentioning. Uh, Johnny Boychuk kind of nudges uh, Arteri Lekkinen, who's already kind of off balance, and uh, Arteri leans forward and the back, you know, his skate blade just comes up and destroys Johnny Boychuk's face. Uh, now, granted, like like you mentioned, this you don't see blood on the ice. If you watch the replay and you watch it in slow-mo, Johnny Boychuk is in some serious pain to the point to where he's kicking on the ground, you know, and instantly getting up. He's not lingering. He just gets up and goes straight to the bench. He knows something's wrong. Um, you know, today they released a statement. You know, he's, he's getting 90 stitches. Uh, thankfully, he's not going to lose any type of, uh, you know, vision in his eye. It was more his eyelid uh, that took the, the brunt of it. And um, they said he will have a full recovery, um, but they don't have a timetable when he could come back, you know, and, and a team that's definitely chasing for a playoff spot. It would, you know, he's more of a depth player, but I'm sure it, w- it would hurt to lose someone like that. I mean, yeah, Boychuk's definitely not like your top pairing defenseman, but he's definitely one of their better ones. But yeah, 90 stitches, uh, his eyelid was damaged, but no, no visual damage which is the important part, really. You know, the, the eyelid will obviously, uh, you know, heal, but at least he's not losing an eye, which is always ideal. Uh, yeah, I just, I think the Islanders have lost, like, two players already to, like, cut ligaments. Losing, like, I think this is our third injury due to that a player being cut. Right. And I know Clutterbug is one of them. I think there might be another one. But I wonder how long uh, before the league mandates, like, Kevlar uh, arm sleeves and stuff. Right. And, I mean, you know, the whole time I'm thinking is, like, if he's even capable of coming back, you know, like, like we don't know the damage of his eye. Are we getting a Brian Berard situation? You know, is, is he going to be completely – you know, uh, like legally blind in his, you know, in his eye. Um, Barad was capable of coming back and making a successful career, but you know, in this in this NHL, can you can you even do that anymore? And, and I felt that maybe, you know, if it's if it's injury is that bad, you know, is this the last time we see Johnny Boychuk on the ice? Uh, it was definitely, you know, it was, it was a little crazy. And then uh, in researching it a little bit, I even found out that uh, Carl Soderberg is, is legally blonde in his left eye. I had no fucking idea about that. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because I was looking it up last night because I was like uh, – because I, cause I knew about Barad and I was like – I was looking at Barad's stats and, and, you know, seeing that he, he did have a really good uh, – I think he had like one year where he was like really solid. Um, and I was like, okay, well, you know, like just, just pointing out like, you know, Johnny Boychuk is, isn't a player like this, but, but – could definitely play if he if he you know continue to stay like a blue line defenseman you know a stay at home defenseman, um and then I, I ran across how Carl Soderberg is is you know is legally blind in his left eye and I was like well this is fucking nuts the dude's like you know super young, um and he's playing in in this modern NHL and he's capable. Well, he's Thirty four. So I don't know how young he actually what like. He's only been in the league for a couple of years. Since the 2013, 2012-2013 was his first year. Right. I didn't realize he was that old. Jesus. Well, I'm 
dude, it, it, it's getting to a point now. It's just like, dude, like I have no idea. Like, like we talked about, like, like, uh, like Nathan McKinnon and them not that long ago. Like, I can't believe that it's it's been that long since they since they were rookies. It's time just slipping from me. But yeah, I read that, and I, you know, just just to see someone capable of uh. It's because Soderberg's first, like, full season, he was, like, 27. Wow. That's why uh, he, he played over in uh, in Sweden up until the 20, like, the end of the 2012-2013 season. Mm-hmm. And then he came over at, like, 27 with Boston. Oh. Played three years or two years in Boston and went to Colorado and is now in Arizona. I wonder what happened with his eye. I did not realize that he was... Yeah, I never, I never, I never looked like I. It was just something I never, you know, I never heard about. Fuck, I'm actually looking it up right now. I, <laughs> now this, now I'm reading. Uh, they're saying that Will, even Willie O'Ree was blind in one eye. Oh yeah, I knew about that. I didn't know that one. My whole thing last night was was just reading about, uh, you know, like checking out some of Brian Broad's stats. And then uh, thinking about if it would could, if it could be capable to play in this day and age as fast paced as it is, how how bad would it affect it? And then I come across the Carl Soderberg thing, and I'm like, well, fuck, you know, this is a guy that's playing right now. Uh, so definitely, kind of, you know, it was something I learned last night. But uh, I had no I had no no idea about it, and I thought that was that was pretty special to still be able to compete, you know, in the National League like this. Oh, you're looking at it again? It's terrible. For well, no, for Sonnenberg. Oh, how uh, he how it happened? Yeah, a guy uh, he was playing in the Swedish Elite League in, uh-huh. uh, in like tw- 2005 or 2006, and he basically missed his stick, and the toe of the opposing player's stick dug into Sonnenberg's left eye. Oh no! But it got stuck between his, like in his eye and between his visor. Mm, that's fucked. Is that him with the uh with the red jersey on? I have no idea. I can't tell. I don't. I don't know if it's the same one. I just saw. Uh, I just typed in to see if I could find it, and uh, first thing that popped up is is Soderberg wearing a fucking red jersey with just fucking blood all over his face. Maybe that's probably it. That is gruesome. Um, it would explain why he would took until he was like twenty eight to come over, right? To the NHL, man. But I mean, that, that that's really awesome that you know, despite adversity, he's able to come over here. But uh, you know, as far as Johnny Boychuk, you know, I, you know, I don't know how Shane feels about it, but I'm sure he's at least a little sympathetic to it, and I wish him you know luck in in his recovery and shit. But you know, anyway, we uh back to Devils, you know uh. Despite the loss, you know we we did we did face a, a really solid team that is that is in it to win it right now. The acquisition of Leonard really solidified them, giving them two great uh, goalies right now. But we go into the next game against the Blues, who's another team that's kind of struggling as of late. Um, you know, definitely we're not looking to win out the, the rest of the season, but uh, could I could see us squeaking away with a win right here against? Let me see what they're they're you know, as of late records are. But uh, as I'm looking this up, this, uh, the next game is a theme night. Uh, it's it's video game night presented by the United States Air Forces. Uh, 
<laughs> so uh, as far as video games, I'm not quite sure where they're, go- where they're going at uh, into this, but I've noticed that they have pixelated uh, like the New Jersey uh, Devils guy and I guess the Blues guy looks like a little bear. Um, it looks super like, uh, like almost like N, you know, N64, like the 64-bit characters and shit like that. It, it's not a bad idea. I'm just not quite sure how how do you bring that into a you know into a theme night? Yeah, I don't know. Video games are always a hard thing to do into a theme night because what kind are you doing those like old school nineties? Are you doing the new school? Like, right. Like it's it's hard to do. Yeah. Uh I, I'm trying to read a little bit more up on it. I'm not really seeing anything that's 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 giving it any kind of clue other than it's saying, you know, like uh you know, maybe they're gonna go into like uh, a census of, of favorite video games from the past. It's just going on about it being uh yeah, right here it says uh fans of all ages will be transported into their favorite games via special in game features and promotions. So it, it seems like it's I mean, what the fuck they're gonna do? Give them virtual reality and let them let them run off with it. I hate virtual reality. I don't think I can do it. No. I don't even like 3D movies. That shit gives me a headache. <laughs> oh, yeah. Easily. And they're not usually that good. They're not worth it anymore. No. I mean, I, I didn't even like it in the beginning. Like, uh, There's definitely some movies that were worth it more than others. Like, I remember I remember when it first started to come around, like, the, the Avatar movie came out. Like, it was definitely, like, one to watch. But, like, I, like, I could just... I constantly would have to take the glasses off. And you take the glasses off, and now you're watching a movie like you're drunk. Like, it's all fucking blurry. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, it's not worth it. It's not worth the extra like five dollars. No, no, it's not. Uh, but yeah, so St. Louis right now is sitting uh, that one of the, I think one of only two teams that have at least ninety points, you know, in totals right now. But uh, fuck, if I if I'm not mistaken, they they they're getting chased pretty close behind by Dallas or Colorado. Colorado. Uh, Colorado, yeah. That's right. Uh, 87 and then Dallas at 82. Man, Dallas is really taking a knockoff. Uh, remember, they were neck and neck with Colorado two weeks back, and I guess they've really – Jesus, they've really fallen behind. Yeah, but Colorado's just kind of been Colorado. Yeah. Um, despite despite their injuries as well, they're, they're actually doing quite well. I, I mean, they're, they're tied right now with Anaheim. Um, also, some kind of – you know, two-two with Anaheim. Um, some breaking metropolitan division news: uh, Philadelphia beat Washington tonight. Um, wow! Which means that they should move uh, one point behind uh, Washington for second in the metropolitan division with eighty-five points. But JVR, James Van Riemsdyk, seems to be out four to six weeks with a broken hand. Mm. Uh, so, obviously, we're on a Flyers podcast, but, you know, since we're out of the playoff race, may as well start, you know, looking at the playoff race. Yeah. And, you know, Philly's right there. They've won seven in a row as of, you know, Wednesday night. One point now behind Washington. So that that divi- like our division still up for grabs by you know seven teams. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying to make sure this is right. 
But uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, man, this looks bad for fucking uh, for St. Louis. So in the past, the past ten games, they've only won two. One against both against Dallas. Which one are you? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Looking at the wrong thing. Yeah, because they're they're eight and, on NHL's website. They're eight and two. So I don't know what you're looking. Yeah, at. Yeah, no, I believe me. This is uh, it was a, I had to refresh it. But uh, in the past past five, they've only won one against Dallas. Uh, hey, they beat same. They just beat the Rangers. Beat Dallas in a shootout. Beat the Islanders in an overtime. Beat Chicago, Minnesota, Dallas, Arizona. New Jersey, and their last loss, by the looks of it, came against Nashville 2-1 on a home-and-home series. They got, they swept. And, you know, they lost, like, five in a row at the beginning, like, the middle of February. I don't, I don't know why, but uh, I should I should have just went straight to NHL. I was on hockey, hockey reference, and for some reason it's not – updating right now but yeah oh that was a bad fucking error uh <laughs> yeah this is this is nuts uh yeah so fuck yesterday they won so now nah, i was completely fucking wrong <laughs> <laughs> hockey i like coffee re- hockey reference but sometimes it doesn't yeah it they doesn't they, refresh quick enough yeah they don't they don't update like it takes like at least two days to update but but for that to be that far back i was looking at I had it set at uh, – it was only showing me up to February 21st, if I'm not mistaken. Weird. No, it was even further back than that. It was showing me February 8th. So, I had to refresh that bad boy. And it's showing up now, but, I mean, fuck, I should have just went to NHL just to, just to have it right there. But that's that's a team who's definitely met a uh, a bad fucking patch of losses uh, – you know, as of late, they have been finding some solidity, including two back-to-back shutouts and then, you know, a 5-1 win against Dallas on the 21st. I mean, this team's pretty much pretty much rolling right now. Uh, but, I'm hey. They're going to lose to uh, Colorado in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't I, – Colorado is just like one of those teams. Like, when was the last time they made it to the second round? Uh, like two years ago or last year? No, I thought they were out in the first round against uh against the Sharks. No, or was that, that two was, years back? Uh, maybe two years back, but last year they beat Colorado. They beat Calgary in like five games. Dude, that's right. And then that's they, right because they, that was that was like the last team of uh, was it the last team of of yeah, like the the they the got top? in on like the last day. Yeah, they've gotten in on the last day for the last two years. This is the first time in three years that they won't make it on the they, – they shouldn't have to, to wait until the last day to decide if they've played. But I'm pretty sure in, 20, <laughs> in 2018, they lost – like in last year, they got to the second round and lost to, to San Jose after San Jose beat um, Vegas on that, like, questionable game seven stuff. That's right. Um, in 2018, I think they lost to – to Vegas in the first round, so. 2018. Yeah. I thought 2018. No, because Vegas played, uh, the Kings first, and they, and they swept them. It was a. F- 
if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Let's bring it up real quick. I don't remember. Yeah, I believe it was against uh, – I believe that Vegas knocked out the Kings first. Yeah, so Vegas beat up the Kings. Nashville beat Colorado. Okay. Oh, okay. I knew they were a wild card. I couldn't remember if Vegas had the, the first or the second. So Nashville had the first wild – or the second wild card. Um, and then Vegas had the first, which was the Kings. Swept the Kings. San Jose swept Anaheim. Yeah, because they, uh, Nashville got beat up by Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. Well, Nashville beat Colorado 4-2. Yeah, yeah. And then, Winnipeg and then beat Minnesota. And then I believe they, Nashville, after that, went into uh, either Dallas or they went into Winnipeg and just got fucking waxed. Yeah, they went to Winnipeg, lost in seven. And then Vegas uh, beat Winnipeg in five, and then Vegas got beat in five. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, I'm I'm just all over the place tonight. That was, last New Jer- that was the last time New Jersey was in the playoffs. Yeah, that Taylor Hall run, right? Yep, and we lost in five to Tampa. Literally the shortest series in the Eastern Conference, five games, and that was us. <laughs> It's crazy though. Five games is still a, a very decent fucking series, though. Eh, eh. I mean, yeah, you want to you want to push for a six, but I mean, it, it's not a you sweep, won one you game. know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least that like, you weren't you weren't swept, but like you may as well have been swept. It's all right. It was just a it was a it was a what a fucking one year curse to, to Tampa Bay. You know, that's all we did was we we pushed off the, <laughs> you know, we pushed off our negativity onto them. Going into the next uh, playoff series, and then it was Tampa versus Boston, Washington versus Pittsburgh, Tampa versus Washington, Washington versus Vegas. Twenty eighteen was a weird playoffs. It was. Uh, it, I, I don't think it was any weirder than last year, dude. Uh, all last the big was... teams. I mean, it was. I loved it. I thought last year it was weird as far as like all the big names gone first round. <laughs> I think it was only, like, I mean, only because it was Tampa, like, only because it was the West, where it was Tampa, Pittsburgh, and Calgary, Washington huh? were out in the West, or in the East, I mean. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, Calgary was out, um, went Nashville, Winnipeg, and Vegas were all eliminated in the first round. And then Colorado was eliminated in seven games by San Jose. So... I doubt we'll get, uh, you know, as crazy of a start this year, but if it can be as exciting as last year's playoff, I can't be more uh, Last happy year's playoffs was great. I it was, was so, so fun for it. It was, it was just so refreshing to have just a new, you know, a, a big chunk of play, teams out. I mean, just really got a, a good chance. Like, they just had the better, you know, the better luck. Uh it was just great to see, like, Pittsburgh get knocked off early so we didn't, you know. It was just it was just going into not seeing a team that's been in it the last five years, really. I'm hoping forward. that the Flyers win the, the Metro. You know, I dude, I'd love to see it. When was the last For, time they made it deep in the playoffs? Was, uh, was it against Chicago? Yeah, I think so. That was their last deep, deep run. Yeah, that was, the, that was actually the finals. With that, yeah. uh, 
that fucking Patrick Kane goal where, you know, you couldn't really see it on television and the, the refs didn't know what the fuck was going on either. Yeah. But imagine a Washington Pittsburgh first round. Knowing that one of those teams will have to will only survive one round. Right. Well, after a game like tonight, uh, man, it was a really great game. You know, very chippy. You got uh, Hag versus, you know, fucking Wilson. Definitely a good fucking game. But I I don't think you're wrong in saying that uh, – in saying that Pitts uh, – not Pittsburgh, I'm sorry, that the Flyers are going to beat out Washington. I think uh, – I think you have to, at this time of the season, where we're at – we you need to actually consider Philadelphia being a legitimate contender to win the Metropolitan over the next month. And they're as of tonight one point back, right? Yeah, one point back, uh, same amount of games played. Nice. So it's basically like a um a shootout or an overtime loss that separates them. Oh <laughs> Now combined, what what what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up uh, as we talk, just to kind of see maybe what the next uh what the the next couple of games for for the Flyers are. You know, see if see if they have an easier schedule. Um, so tomorrow they go straight into Carolina at home, then Buffalo, and then Boston two days after that. Um, they have a pretty decent. They played some pretty tough teams coming in. I would say that, you know, Buffalo would probably be the easier of the next five games, maybe Minnesota, but Minnesota's kind of taken on playoff spot. Yeah, Minnesota also took out a a pretty hot, you know, national team, put them back in the sixth fifth or sixth place, one one of the two. I think it's fifth place. But uh they you know, after Boston they go to Tampa Bay and then Minnesota and then Fuck! They got Oilers, St. Louis, Dallas, Nashville. So they they got they got a pretty busy end of March. Um, let's see what what is what is Chicago, Washington looking? Or Washington is they play the Rangers tomorrow. Then they're against Pittsburgh on Saturday, uh, and then against Buffalo in Buffalo um, on Monday. So they have a three game road trip. They play Detroit, Chicago, Edmonton at home. Uh, Columbus on the road, and then Ottawa on, at home. Pittsburgh, so they have two more games against Pittsburgh this season. Um, two more games against the Rangers and Buffalo, two against Detroit, one against St. Louis, one against Toronto, uh, and they have one more against Phil, uh, Florida and Minnesota. So they have an interesting schedule, a little bit of both. I mean, Detroit, Ottawa. Uh, you can even probably put it in argument that Buffalo and probably the Rangers should be like easy wins. Right. Uh, tough, tough break for the Rangers though with that Chris Kreider man. <laughs> There's 14 points. There's seven games where they should win. So, to, compared to the Flyers which I don't think they have – I think everything is, you know, tough down – like most likely down to the – yeah, I'd say they have six points 
where they should win. Yeah, I think in my opinion, the the Flyers have the hardest at New Jersey. Hard schedule. Oh, yeah. They still have to. To be fair, they they don't play like Pittsburgh. They only play once. The Oilers they play once. Buffalo, St. Louis, the Islanders. They they play everyone once. They don't play uh, guys more outside of Nashville. But that's in they play Nashville in April. So second, it's their last home game of the season. Um, but overall, like, not a lot of double games outside of that Nashville game heading into the the last month of the season, right? For for Philly, so yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be tough for Philly, man. But uh, the way that they're the way that they're playing, dude, I, I think they have a great a, a great opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it's all about executing. Yeah, and they seem to be on a, a, a pretty decent roll right now. So, so there's 16 games left. Three of them are, are winnable, or like they should win. So that's six points. So that leaves, you know, uh, 30, uh, be 32. You know, you're looking at 26 points, 24 points remaining. Um, in 13 games. So, yeah, 26 points in 13 games. So you have to win at least 14 of those to win the division. Right. Um, I, I really do think they're going to, they're going to have a great, a great playoff. Um, I mean, I, I'd really like to see them now that, now that you brought it to my attention. If you could see a Washington versus uh, Pittsburgh, um, that'd be very, very nice. Uh, I mean, I'm looking back. Uh, the last time that they were that they were under under three goals a night was uh, against. I want to. It looks like Tampa. Yeah, Tampa held them. Tampa blanked them. Um, yeah, on the 11th of February. But uh, other than that, it's it's a, it's a bunch of three three and up goals. A lot of these games against big teams. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Montreal did it as well. But I mean, blank blank uh, Pittsburgh put put up five on Boston, four on St. Louis. It's looking really good. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about it more and more uh, as the season winds down. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I guess I guess now would be a good time. I didn't want to bring it really up in the beginning, but uh, I'd like to just you know say a little condolences to the, to the people out in uh, Nashville. You know, trying to trying to deal with a natural disaster last night. They were hit with a really quick, you know, a fast moving storm. Uh, tornado passes through. They've got like t- confirmed twenty five deaths over. I want to say roughly 80, 80 plus injuries, and there's still at least two people missing in the area. Um, you know, this sucks. Nashville has has been, you know, very, very common to uh, natural disasters in the last really two decades. Uh, you know, and being someone who survived a, a natural disaster down here, it, it's really tough. Um, 
but I think, you know, uh, communities can really move, move in strides and get through it. Um, but, you know, I'd just like to send out my best wishes and I'm sure Shane does as well, you know, uh, to all the victims out there, you know, um, I'm sorry for your losses and, and, you know, your property damage and stuff like that. But, you know, if you, if you, you know, if your family made it out, okay. And, you know, sustainable health, you know, if they're injured, I'm sorry, you know, but if you guys can get through it, you know, uh, you know, I hope for the best that you can. I'm not really great at fucking making it sound good, you know, but uh, I've been through it and it's tough right now, you know, but uh, it definitely brings the people together and your family's closer. So, you know, just you know, remember how important life is right now. It sucks for them. Yeah, I mean, I've had my, like I had my, I got hit with a tornado in Ottawa a couple of, like two years ago. Mm. It wasn't fun. Luckily, no one died. Uh, not just like in my area, like the entire uh, everywhere that was hit, you know, the the worst thing that happened was, you know, roofs being ripped off. Right. And uh, like, people are still dealing with it mentally. And it's not easy. Like, I know one of my friends was home alone and their house was, like, ripped in half. Jeez. A huge part of their house was ripped off. And there's, st- like, they hate being alone in thunderstorms because they had, like, it just, because yeah, they were home when it happened. So, you know, it's not easy, but, you know, I, I hope everyone, in, in, like, impacted by it, everyone who, you know, lost their house and has been put in a situation where they don't have a place to live gets, you know, the help they need. And the support going into Nashville is, you know, it's good. It's great to see. So hopefully they can get on their, hey, all the victims of this tornado can get back on their feet in a relatively quick manner. Uh, great, greatly put, my friend. Um, you know, being someone, you know, uh, not just because I was on the, uh, you know, I was a host of the Nashville podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network, but uh, as someone who spent a lot of summers and winters, as much time as I could growing up, we had a cabin out there out in Crosby, Tennessee, really close to North Carolina. Um, but someone who fell in love with the state, you know, the people out there are really nice. Uh, you know, I just send the best wishes and, and just a speedy recovery to all the towns. Uh, you know, uh, you guys just stay stay as safe as y'all can out there. And just remember, you know, it's such a blessing to be out here and, you know, still be around. But um, you guys, you know, just, just stay strong. You know, you can get through it. Yeah. Yeah, I've got nothing else to say about it. I'm excited. Just, you know, keep your heads up and keep pushing along. Absolutely. Well, uh, Shane, I know me and you are both tired. You had a really productive day today. <laughs> so did I. Uh, folks, we're going to wrap it up right there. You know, uh, you guys have a great night. You know, there was a lot of, you know, I guess sad, saddening news today. You know, uh, the boy chuck and the, and the Nashville and the surrounding areas, uh, tornado strike. But, uh, you know, uh, you guys just continue to have a great weekend. Uh, Y'all be safe, you know. uh, And if you know someone affected, reach out to them. Just, you know, check on them. Ask them how they're doing. You know, it's basic human nature. You know, just be a good person. Uh, But, you know, as always, uh, let's go Devils. You know, we're going to look forward to the St. Louis game. Um, And I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. You know, uh, if you guys like what you hear, please, uh, you know, please rate us on whatever – you know, Apple, Apple 
podcasts or on Apple Music, whatever, whatever you can do it on. Uh, just for, if you like the show, rate, give us a give us a good rating or you know comment if you like this or or you know pass it on to a friend. There's 33 different podcasts on this network. Every single one of them has something unique and something you might like about it. You know, so uh, just just give everybody a, a listen. But uh, Shane, you have any last uh, notes? No, I mean, with the season winding down, uh, you know, we're our time as Devils hosts is coming up to an end. Uh, I should be honestly, it's going to be done in the next month. It's going to go by so quickly. Yeah, a uh, little crazy, not going to lie. It's truly been fun. I'm sure I'm going to say this a lot before it's over. Uh, Shane has been one of the funner co-hosts I got to deal with uh, this season. And... You know, we can't can't wait to come on to the next episode. Uh, Shane, you want to plug it away? Let them know where else they can find you. Yeah, you can find me at uh, Frozen Biscuit ninety two. Uh, as you all know, I do the Summer News one, and you can find me at Shane underscore Ryan ninety seven, where you can find my other adventures that I'll be working on during the summer when there's not really much news going on for for the NHL. So definitely give that a follow. Absolutely. Shane's other podcasts and other other stuff is, is also great. Uh, you could find me, Bayou Vendors, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all Bayou Vendors. It's not hard to find. I'm going to leave you guys with a final note, something that everybody's laughing at on the uh, the group Slack. Uh, <laughs> Detroit is negative 121 <laughs> goal differential. And uh, I think that, that a, a little light point to end the night. You know, as always, go Devils. You guys have a great weekend. Stay safe out there. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. listening to the hockey podcast network on twitter at hockeypodnet new episodes every monday and thursday download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from